Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Recorded live. I know my way. 
before you, O God, on behalf, Lord God, of the people on today. Father, I stand in the gap for those, Father God, that have lost their desire, O God, to be hungry for you. Father, I stand in the gap for those right now that are going through and those that are hurting, O God. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to pray, Father God. For the word of God teaches us, O God, that we should always pray. And, Father, as we come before you, O God, asking, we trust, Lord God, that you're going to do it. Father, we thank you right now, Lord God, for being an all-seeing God and an all-hearing God. We know, Father God, that you hear us when we pray. Father, give us the confidence, O God, to trust you, Lord God, for the answers, O God. Father, order our steps on today, O God, that we may be found in the place, Father, that you desire for us to be in. And, Father, right now we pray, Father God, that you will heal the land today. Father, we pray for those that are sick right now. We ask you right now to lay your Holy Ghost hands upon them in the name of Jesus. We still believe in miracles, O oh God. We still believe, Lord God, that the blood still works. We still believe, O oh God, that you are able to do it, O oh God. And so we trust you right now, Lord God, that by faith, O oh God, that you are able, Lord God, to do it. By the faith that's working in us, O oh God, we trust you today, O oh God, for things, Father God, that are not working right to turn around, O oh God. We trust you today, O oh God, that there will be peace in every home today. We trust you today, O oh God, that you, Father God, will bring forth, Father God, a peace, O oh God, into those marriages, O oh God, that are broken, O oh God. We ask you today, O oh God, to just touch, Father God, and move. Father, we thank you right now for the word that is about to go forward on this broadcast. We ask you right now, Lord God, to move by your spirit, O oh God. Draw the people in, O oh God, that they may be able, Lord God, to experience, Father God, the fresh fire of your anointing, O oh God. We thank you today, O oh God, that you are forever, O oh God, supreme, O oh God, in our lives, O oh God. We thank you right now, Lord God, for just allowing us, O oh God, to come to you on today. We are grateful and so thankful, O oh God that you touched us today, O oh God, and that you woke us up, O oh God, and you gave us this opportunity, O oh God, to come into your presence, O oh God. And for this, we say thank you. We ask for your blessing over our children today, wherever they are, O oh God. Father, those that are getting ready to go off to school today, even those, Father God, that may be home, O oh God, on spring break or whatever the situation may be, oh God, we ask, Father God, even for our children, oh God, that are out on the streets, oh God, we ask, Father God, for your blood to cover them, protect them and keep them, oh God, and those children, oh God, that are dealing with sicknesses and illnesses in their body, oh God, those children that are being tormented and attacked, oh oh God, by evil spirits, oh God, those children, oh God, that are dealing, oh God, with issues in their lives, oh God, and they don't feel like they can make it. We pray for them today, oh God, that their life will turn around, oh God, that they will allow you, oh God, to be Lord over their lives. Father, we pray against the spirit of suicide, against the spirit of murder, oh God. We pray against the spirit of lust, oh God. And we thank you, Lord God, for imparting your spirit upon the people today, God, that they may turn away from their sins, oh God, and that the land may be healed. And we ask all these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We do pray. Amen. 
Amen and praise God. Well, hello and good morning to everyone. Amen, praise God. I am indeed so thankful, amen, that you have joined us here on the broadcast today. So greetings, blessings, peace, glory, and honor to God, the almighty high God, and we thank him for being our God today. Amen. Praise God. Well, listen, we're going to go ahead and get it into the broadcast for today. I I trust that you have invited someone to the broadcast. Take this very moment right now, amen, to text someone, to share it on your social website pages. Uh, take this time to email someone. Or take this time to go ahead and three-way someone. I have a word that I'm telling you is going to bless you today. Um, so you want to make sure that you reach out to somebody. And then reach out to somebody and um, ask them to join you on the broadcast today. Amen. That they may also be blessed by the word of God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. For he's worthy to be praised. Amen. Praise God. So let's get into our word. Amen. Praise God. I see that others are joining us. I thank you for um, sharing the broadcast. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And um, this is the message of Christ Church, and I'm so he is faithful. Amen. Praise God. And um, I will be your host for today. Amen. Praise God. If you desire to text us while we're on the broadcast, you may do that. Um, our number is 773-609-2071. Um, there's something new that we're doing. Um, people are able to text and send us a message when we're on the broadcast just to say that they are enjoying the broadcast. Um, any comments that you would like to make, um, just so you know, I'm not actually looking at your comments when I'm on the broadcast, but I will look at your comments when I get off the broadcast. So if you're trying to tell me something or say something to me um, when I'm on the broadcast, nine times out of ten, I won't see it because I'm focusing on what I need to say to you. But I promise you that um, when I get off the broadcast, I will look at your text messages and your emails. And now you can email us at messageofchrist at yahoo.com. Amen. And don't forget to visit our website, sylviastaplesministries.com and messageofchrist.net. Amen. Praise God. Um, All this week, we're going to be talking about being free. Amen. Praise God. Um, this this is the month that you need to focus on being free in the area that you're not free in. Um, you know that has been hindering you. You know what has been stopping you. You know that has you in a place where you cannot move. This is the time for you to absolutely break out of the prison of being hindered by anything or by anyone. And then, that you must be free. 
because God wants to do something in your life, and he also wants to launch you out into deeper places. But if you are not free, then you will not be able to operate in the spirit of God. Um, You will continue to see yourself falling, stumbling, being hindered, stopping, starting. So you need to get free. So what we're doing on this map, we're on the broadcast, I am asking you to just write down the things that hinder you, whether it's the negative words, um, whether it's the something from your past that you keep thinking about, or maybe it is a situation that you are in right now. Maybe it may be that you um, are in the wrong relationship, you're on the wrong job. Um, maybe uh, you're in a place that you feel hindered in ministry. Amen. Place that maybe you're feeling hindered. Amen. Just in life general. You feel like you're going around in a circle. Amen. You need to be free. And uh, what really needs to happen is you just really need to get delivered. Amen. Place that you need to connect with a deliverance ministry or someone can possibly. Uh, lead you out of where you are. Amen. The place that you're stuck in. Amen. Amen. We are a deliverance ministry, a healing ministry, and a prosperity ministry. We also deal with healing and uh, we give directions to leaders. So there's a lot of things that we can do. So if you choose to contact our ministry, you can do that by calling 773 Amen, praise God, and um, we invite you to come out to our services because we do um, specialize in deliverance, and um, we invite you out, amen. As a matter of fact, this Saturday, March the 24th of 2018 at 3 o'clock p.m., we will be in our fourth Saturday fellowship, and we will also be honoring Evangelist Betty Howard. So please come out to the service. Please make your way out at 3 p.m. Uh, the address is 1101 South Austin, A U S T I N, and that's in Chicago, Illinois. Amen. Place that it's right off of um, the expressway. So if, you, if you're not in the city and you're traveling, um, you can, it's right off the expressway in Austin. Amen. Praise God. Just call us if you need more information. Amen. Praise God. Let's turn our Bibles to James, the first chapter of James, and the eighth chapter, eighth verse. I'm sorry. Um, James, the first chapter, and the eighth verse. And also, we're going to read John 8:32. I believe we're going to start with John 8:32 first, and then we'll go over to James, the first chapter, and the eighth verse. Amen. Praise God. Now let's begin reading John 8.32. Amen. I'm going to read out of the King James Bible. And it says, And ye ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Amen. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Um, Most of the translations read the same, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time um, trying to find translations on John 8.32. 
because, um, again, they all are basically reading the same way. Um, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Amen. Praise God. So now let's go over to James, the first chapter, amen, and the eighth verse. And I'll also read that out of the King James Version. And then I will read other translations um, for your understanding. Amen. The word of the Lord says in James, the first chapter and the eighth verse, it says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Amen. That another translation says, their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Amen. Praise God. Um, a few more translations here on James 1 and 8. Um, another translation says, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all he undertakes. Amen. Praise God. Um, here's another translation. It says, a person who has doubts is thinking about two different things at the same time and can't make up his mind about anything. I absolutely love that translation because it leads me right into what we're going to talk about on today. So for the benefit of those that did not hear the translation, let me read it again. I am reading uh, James, the first chapter, and the eighth verse. And I'm reading um, a different translation, and it reads, A person who has doubts is thinking about two different things at the same time and can't make up his mind about anything. Amen. Praise God, the um, King James Version simply says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So for the whole month of March, we have been talking about being free. And for the past two weeks, or the past three weeks, I believe we've been, we've been talking about um, being free from the spirit of anger. Amen? Praise God. So today I'm going to shift a little bit. And we might come back to talking about anger because I believe that anger has been rooted in uh, the lives of the people for such a long time that it has to be continually talked about so that it can get uprooted. Um, so today I'm just going to switch a little bit because I heard the Lord say to me that um, another area that people need to get delivered in or to be free and have freedom in is in their minds. And so today we're going to talk about having a double mind and the danger of having a double mind. A man says that you must get free from having a double mind. A man that. So that's why that scripture, that translation is so powerful because it says a person who has doubts. And so doubt, doubt is something that is associated with a double mind. Amen. A person who has doubt is thinking about two different things. People that doubt cannot decide 
and do not use the registered government in uh, making the decisions that they should make. Amen. There's, they have two different things that they're thinking. And at the end of the day, they can't make up their mind about anything. So they're right back where they started, just thinking about it. Amen. And, and then the more they think about it, the more they doubt. The more they think about how this cannot happen for them, how they cannot do it, how they are afraid to do it, and how that they don't even think that um, God told them to do what they do. So doubt can just um, lead you in all of the wrong ways. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to do a little bit um, with doubt. Amen. Praise God. And we're going to deal a little bit with a double-minded spirit. Um, James, the first chapter, which is what we just read in the eighth verse, is talking about how that we should not doubt God. Amen. Praise God. I'm telling you, if you are a doubter, you need to really spend time in fasting so that you can break that spirit of doubt. Amen. Because you need to you need to trust God like never before. Do not allow yourself to walk through this year doubting God. Trust God no matter what, even if it doesn't look right to you. Tell your flesh, tell the devil and tell the world system that they are all liars. And in this season, you are not going to walk around here doubting what God has promised you. Amen. This is the season for you to have faith and walk in wisdom. Amen. So the verse that I just read, which is verse 8, that says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Amen. Praise that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't walk around with your whole entire life and then be unstable. Amen. Praise that it is time for you to have a solid platform where you're not walking around here on shaky ground. Amen. Praise that not knowing uh, what God has for your life because you can't trust God. And I just, I just really believe as I research anger and as I research uh, people that have a lot of doubt, I just really believe that it is uh, rooted in abuse, uh, neglect, rejection. Uh, yeah, all, all, that's the reason why, that's the root of your doubt. Amen, because you never had anybody to really encourage you. And so uh, the uh, choices that you had to make, you had to make them based on if somebody was going to like the choices that you made. Amen, praise God. So therefore, uh, you spend a lot of time trying to figure out if the choices that you are making is going to be pleasing unto people. And because uh, doubters are usually people pleasers, they don't do anything unless they get confirmation from somebody else. They usually don't know how to make decisions of their own. And when 
they are led into something, they are people that will blame people that told them to do something because they they did not have the um they didn't have the boldness to step out in what God was telling them to do. So they look for people to uh, agree with them. Amen, praise God. It gives them some type of backup because, um, again, they were either neglected, they were, um, they dealt with a lot of verbal abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, uh, negativity, uh, just rejection, uh, being uh, not wanted, and and you just really were intimidated in your life when you were younger. See, uh, I'm I'm noticing that the people that I am um, doing one-on-ones and counseling with, um, I'm I'm noticing that even people that I'm praying with, I'm noticing that um, they are at a place right now where they want to do what God wants them to do. They are at a place where they're just tired of of not having what God wants them to have, and they now realize that they need to be in a stable place with God. But the thing that they are so afraid of is letting go of people's opinions. Because for years, they only did what people directed them to do because they felt like they were wanted when people made decisions for them. They felt like they were needed when they had people to make decisions for them. They felt a sense of being um, a part of someone's life. And so usually when you begin to start standing on the word of God, uh, there will become a disconnection with you and, and other people especially those that were trying to control you because they now you are um, in a place of confidence. And so you no longer need them to make decisions for you because now you have confidence that God has told you to do something. But there's always that fear that rises up if you don't really truly get delivered. If it's just a seasonal thing where you're just feeling good about yourself and feeling like you can do something, uh, amen, praise God, so you just rush right into it before you lose your confidence. But um, God is, is, is um, he's directing you and moving up on you so heavily that you know that you got to do what God's telling you to do with or without people. Amen, praise God, and you know that you have to get rid of the spirit of being double-minded. I know that there are at least... Um, seven people on this call right now that are at a place right now where you are destroying the spirit of double-mindedness. You are at that place where you're not taking it anymore. And I congratulate you and I celebrate you for the step that you are taking in saying no to the flesh and no to whatever is attached to your life that is trying to stop you. It happens. You will begin to see um, what is still um, trying to block you and stop you when you start trying to achieve something. When you start to try to be your own person, you know, based on what God says you are, when you try to start 
doing things that are going to better your life and cause you to walk in the blessings of God and cause you to be in places where there is just uh, multiple streams of income. When you make up in your mind that you're not going to hang around with people, amen, praise God, that are negative and people that are just talking and not walking, when you make up in your mind that you're not going to even listen to to those, amen, praise God, that continue to, uh, uh, you know, use their mouth to try to destroy you, then you you will really see, because there's that rising up. And they'll start trying to group with other evil forces to try to pull you down. But today we're going to talk about the danger of having a double-minded. Maybe some people don't know that it's very dangerous um, when you have a double mind. Amen. Praise God. Um, It is very important that you begin to throw out anything that causes you to think anything different than what um, God is telling you to think. Um, There is a scripture, I believe it's in Corinthians, and I'm trying to pull it up uh, on my um, tablet here. It is 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. And I believe the fifth verse. And this is what it reads. It says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The demons are turning up the fire. They are going to try to destroy you at any cost. They don't care about um, destroying your mind and putting thoughts in your mind about suicide, trying to make you think that you are less than, trying to get you totally confused about who God said you are. Amen? Praise God. So 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, I'm going to read another translation. It says, Overthrowing reasoning and every high thing that lifts itself up against the knowledge of God and leading captive every thought into the obedience of Christ. There are there are evil spirits, um, demonic forces that are trying to get you to walk out of obedience. Amen. Praise God. This is a season where if you want to eat the good of the land, you must be willing and obedient. And the devil knows that. Your flesh knows that. The world knows that. But haven't you noticed that all of these things are offering you something? That the only reason why they're offering you certain things is to get you to start reasoning and trying to get you to start even thinking about what they're offering you so that you can begin to get these thoughts in your mind and begin to get uh, rise up in you to try to dominate the word of God in you, to try to make you think these spirits will try to come 
as angel of light. That's what the devil does. He appears as an angel of light. What does that mean? He comes just like he's God. He knows how to transfer himself to be just like God. He will say things that God says. You know what that's what he did with Eve. He will try to counteract what God has said. He will say to you, like, did God really say that? Or will God really uh, destroy you? Would God really punish you? Uh, would God take away what he's already given you? He wants you to think that you can make bad choices and get good results out of them. Amen? He will even, that's why you got to keep your ears covered in this season because he will even imitate God's voice and make you think that it is God speaking to you. Amen? Praise God. And then once once this um, spirit gets into your imagination, meaning once it gets into your mind, then it begins to build a false imagination. It begins to work on your fleshly desires and create something within your mind that causes you to be hungry for it. And I'm talking to anybody that was good right there. Amen. So it, it, it causes you to begin to imagine things that um, that you can you can uh, input your imagination into the Word of God so that it looks like God is a part of it. So another translation says reasoning, bringing down. Bring down your reasoning. Bring down, stop trying to analyze. Stop trying to reason what God has already told you to do. Don't try to make it, uh, you know, deeper than what it already is. It's already the Word of God. Don't try to add anything onto it. Don't try to take anything out of it. It is what it's saying to you. Just do it. Amen? This is the season where you just have to do it. You must take that next step of faith. You must move where God's telling you to move. Amen? I, I hear in the spirit that God is telling somebody it's time for you to move in the natural and in the spirit. Amen? Praise God. It is time for you to move out of that neighborhood. It is time for you to move out of the location and the land that you are in. It is just simply time for you to move. It's time for you to move and encounter new people. Amen. It's time for you to get up out of the places where you're going. Amen. And begin to go where God's sending you. It is simply time for movement. I hear the Lord saying, pick up those legs and begin to start marching. Amen. Praise God. Marching. God is giving you your marching orders in this month. Start marching. Start marching. Amen. Praise God. Get into those places. Don't doubt. God is already there. He's waiting on you to get there. Amen. Praise God. You are, again, I said this some months ago or maybe some years ago, you are the seed that needs to be planted in that land. Amen. Nothing has been growing. And so sometimes people will tell you, it didn't work for me. I tried it. I did it. You know, I went. I went there. The people didn't listen. The people didn't want to hear me. But God is God. That's what happened with them. I can't say the reason why it didn't happen is God sent them. Sometimes you might not even see change where you're going. 
but sometimes the change will happen in your own very own family. Amen. Praise God. So sometimes people, you don't know why God's sending you to places. You just go. Amen. Praise God. Every time you do what God tells you to do, I guarantee you he's going to answer a prayer. Amen. Praise God. So it's not always sometimes that you're going there to bless the people that are in the land. You just need to go and do what God's telling you to do in the land. And sometimes God will turn around and bless what you have asked him to do. Glory to God. And then sometimes God will send you to a land to be a blessing to the people. All I know is obedience is better than sacrifice. Stop trying to sacrifice things when you're supposed to be obedient. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, the enemy wants you to reason and overthink and analyze it and call a thousand people and ask them to pray because you're just not sure what to do. I was a very say if he told you to do it, He's going to make the make the provision. And then place that this is a season to be free from doubt. Listen, maybe this will help you. I need you to write down the things that you absolutely know that you should have had by now. Write down each and every thing that you have asked God for and you don't have it. And then begin to be true to yourself and see. How many times have you doubted God concerning those things? That could be the very reason why you don't have it yet. Because the minute God tells you to do something, you want to do it your way and you don't do it at all. Why? Because doubt comes in. Doubt comes in and begins to tell you something different than what God just told you to do. You know, sometimes, let me give you this example. Do you remember when um, you were a younger child in, in the home of your mom or your dad or whoever the authority figure was, your grandmama, your great-grandmama, or uh, uh, godmother, whoever raised you, your foster mom, amen, praise God, uh, whoever raised you, you remember them telling you to do something? Amen, praise God. I remember my mom telling me to do something. And... Um, I might have said, well, uh, you know, back in those days, you really didn't ask why. But I do remember, I'm not sure what I said back to my mom, but it was some kind of question like, well, uh, why do I have to do it? Oh, maybe I said, well, why, why is it that my brothers and my sisters are not doing what you're asking me to do? And so then my mom will turn around and say, don't ask me no questions, just do it. Have you ever experienced that? And then, well, this is the same thing. So a lot of times, we react to what God is asking us to do because we start looking at what other people are not doing. And when we don't see a whole lot of people doing it, we don't see anybody doing what God's asked us to do, then God sits in and says, see, you don't have one doing this. Nobody else doing what you're doing. Why are you doing that? If they're not doing it, you shouldn't be doing it. See, see, and that's where God responds, just like your mom used to respond or your dad used to respond or whoever the authority person was in your life. 
God's responding and he's saying, don't worry about what they're doing. Because, see, you're going you to mess around and you're going to get the same thing they're getting, which is nothing, a less than. Because if you're going to look at what other people are doing, when I tell you to do something, and you're going to follow other people instead of following me, and you're going to end up in the same places that they are in. If you notice, some of these people that you're looking at, and you're wondering why is it that they're not doing what you're doing, and it looks like they are blessed. Now, you got to understand this. Everybody that you see with money does not mean they got it from God, even though God is over everything. There are some people that get some things, and it's not from God. People can make things happen in their lives. So don't be fooled by what you see. It's always good to do it the righteous way and to do it the way that God's telling you to do it. And so don't look at what anybody else is doing. Just know that God told you to do it. Because God works with us according to our faith. My God, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, see, God, God, God is not going to tell you to do like somebody else, and he knows that um, you don't have the faith for it. And then praise God for you. You sometimes, you see, see people doing something, it's according to their faith. We all have a measure of faith. Romans, Romans 12 and 3. Amen? Romans 12 and 3. I'm going to get there. Amen? Praise God. Romans 12 and 3. Glory to God. Romans 12 and 3 says this. Let me get to the King James Version. Romans 12 and 3 says this. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Jesus. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is, let me get another translation here. So before I elaborate on it, I want to give you another translate, translation so you can get another understanding here. Uh, another translation says, I realize God has treated me with undeserved grace. Undeserved grace. So that I tell each of you not to think you are better than you really are. Use good sense and measure yourself by the amount of faith that God has given you. See, when you're looking at somebody else, you're trying to size yourself up with what they have. I'm going to tell you something that's going to help you. If you were looking at the blessings or the, the prosperity or the promises that somebody else has, and you are looking at them in such a way that you want to do it like they did it, you know what's going to happen is you're going to get what they have. Now, let me tell you this, because somebody might be saying, well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is 
they only have what they have according to the faith that they are operating in. Your faith may be higher. So that means that God is entrusting this in you more. And so much given, much required. And so because you have a higher faith, that means that God is going to require you to do more. And the more that you do means that you're going to receive more. Did anybody get that? So if even when God tells you to do something and you do it, that means that you're going to get the reward according to the faith that you walked in to achieve what God uh, directed you in doing instead of looking at somebody else. And so a lot of times we have this, this spirit here that we're talking about here in Romans 12 and 3. People have a spirit of, of, of looking like they hide. they hide in the Lord. And it's really a spirit of being high-mindedness. There are actually people that think that they are higher than God. They think that they have arrived and they don't meet God anymore. And people will look at these people and think that they are all of that, and they will begin to start doubting God because what they have, you don't have. But I would rather have what God wants me to have than to put my eyes on somebody that created something within their own selves. Ah, my God. So let me get back to my word. Amen, God. This is powerful, and I'm not going to really get into all of this today. I'm going to really have to come back. So the word double-mindedness, it, 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 it means that you have two mindsets, just like we read in the very beginning. you got two mindsets. You have a mind that believes God. You have a mind that believes the devil. You have a mind that believes God. You have a mind that trusts in your flesh. You have a mind that believes God. And then you have a mind that's trusting in the world. You have a mind that believes God. Hallelujah. And then you have a mind that doubts God. That simply means that you're not completely convinced that God's word is the best way. My God, Jesus. You really have to get yourself in the place where if God said it, you believe it. That's how we walk in this season. We're only walking by faith. If God said it, we're going to walk in it. Amen? Praise God. So it simply means that you're not, you're not truly convinced that God's word is the way. Um, a door. Doubt is a door that is open for the enemy to come in and cause you to be tossed and driven, believing, not believing. It means that there is something in your past that is still attached to you when you cannot make sound decisions. And I'm not saying that right off, right off the bat when um, 
God tells you to do something that you automatically do it. Sometimes it requires you to fast and pray for you to really get your confirmation. But if you got to carry this thing for two months and three months and a year before you really believe that it's God and God told you in the beginning that it was him and he even showed you how he was going to do it, the only thing that you need to do is walk when he say walk and do what he say do. See, God doesn't give us the whole plan of how he's going to do it. He just tells you that he's going to do it. He says to you in his word that he's a healer. You don't know how he's going to heal you, but you know that he can and you know that he will. But he hasn't shown, he might not have shown you the actual way. He can heal you through the doctor. He can heal you through just natural food. He can heal you through by laying on his hands. He can heal you by somebody just speaking a word. He said that he sent his word and his word healed. I believe that we are in a great season. And that's why we got to do what God says do because there's so many ways that God's word can work. And then praise God. And so it can get into that food and heal you. Glory to God. It can, it can be spoken by the way of this broadcast. And then praise God. And it can reach all around this world. And then praise God. It will not fall to the ground. And you will be getting praise reports, amen, and testimonies that uh, the word that you spoke, somebody went back and listened to it, and they and their child was supernaturally healed from a, a tumor and a seizure, amen, praise God, somebody's child, amen, praise God, was dealing amen, with some demonic voices, amen, and they were healed. That's how you got to do what God said do. And don't procrastinate. Don't be double-minded, me. Because uh, God has a need of your gift now. Now. Not when you, not when you uh, have been used up by people. Then you have to be delivered. All over again. Because trusting in people can get you into a place where you almost lose your mind. Because once they finish with you and they got you into a place where you wrapped around their fingers, and then they start taking you through all types of emotional changes. And then you, you get in, that's how you get into soul-tied connections. It's, it's more than sexual that you get into soul-tied connections with people. You can get into soul-tied connections with people when you allow them to influence your mind. My God, I hope I'm helping somebody on today. Glory be to God. That's why I said you need to get people on this call. Because once your mind gets free, then you can fly. You can soar like an eagle. You can go high as, as, as you want to go in God. And nobody can stop you unless you open up your mind and yield yourself to them. Glory to God. But you got to be totally convinced in this season. If you got to keep saying it. Sometimes, um, you know, Donald Lawrence has a song that says sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes you have to do just that. David had to encourage himself. And what I mean by that, sometimes you got to get into your closet and just start telling yourself and commanding and, and uh, speaking to yourself and telling yourself what it's going to be. And how it's going to obey God's word. You've got to discipline yourself. 
You got to speak to yourself just like you would speak to your children when you want them to do something. You command them to do it. You say it with authority where they know that you're not playing. So you got to speak to yourself in that same way. You got to go into your room, get on your face, and begin to cry out and ask God to give you the boldness to speak to your flesh. My God, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So, the spirit, you know what the spirit of doubt comes to do? And I'm seeing this more now because. Again, the enemy knows that this is your season, in other words. Yeah, you're going to get it big in this season. Very large things are going to happen in your life. So the number one thing that causes a person to be double-minded is, glory to God, is confusion. Confusion. Some of you are not seeing because you've got too much confusion around you. you. You can't possibly hear God when there's confusion. You know? Because the minute you start praying, you know, here are these people or the person or somebody calling you. You know, you got to learn how to shut your phone off. If, you know, I understand that people have children in us. Uh, I have to keep my phone on all the time because um, I have a daughter off in college and never know when they might call, you know, not saying that you're expecting anything bad to happen, but you just want to have your phone on. Uh, And then I have other children, too. And, you know, you just want to keep your phone on. Amen. Please, God. So, uh, but when I'm going into prayer, what I'll do is, and I try to do this, I don't do it all the time, I'll text my daughter and I'll text my son and I'll say, I'm going into prayer. Um, if it's an emergency, please do call me. But otherwise, give me at least an hour or two. And if you need something, just text me. And when I get out of prayer, I'll get back to you. And they don't call my phone and keep calling and keep calling and keep calling and think that something's wrong. So use wisdom. Just use wisdom. If you got to keep your phone on and you know certain people might be trying to contact you, you might want to text them and say, hey, I'm going into prayer in an hour for an hour or two. So if you need anything, if it's an emergency, please call me. But if it's not, and then take your phone, turn it over. Put it on silent or vibrate or whatever you need to do, whatever is going to cause you not to be distracted. Amen. But the spirit of doubt is attached to confusion. It wants to confuse your mind and get you to the place where you don't even know who you are. It wants to get you to the place where you don't trust nobody. You hear me? Glory to God. Jesus. I see so many leaders. I see so many leaders that have dealt with the spirit of confusion. But they don't trust even people in ministry. They are 
so confused about their callings right now because they trusted man in so many things. But the Spirit of God wants to bring confusion. And that's why in the book of James, the first chapter and around the fifth verse, it talks about the way they see, you know, how a person that is double-minded, um, they give an example of a person that has a double mind uh, is similar to the waves of the sea. If you ever looked at the sea, those of you that like water, and sometimes you just go and look at the water, you can see the waves just going back and forth, back and forth. One, one minute they're going this way, and then when the wind blows, the waves are going the next way. So that's how double-minded people are. They are moved by circumstances. They are moved by what people think. And then they're, they're moved by their own understanding. And if they have not been delivered of the hurt and the pain and the negativity and all the emotional damage and uh, all of the physical pain and damage that they had to go through, then they're going to be a threat to their own self. They're going to be their own worst enemy. They're going to bring doubt from, them own, from, from their own self. Amen. Praise God. I promise you, get delivered and receive and get delivered. Amen. Get delivered. I promise you, if and when, because I know it's going to happen, because I know God's going to send people that are going to show into what God has given me to do. When God blesses me with the people that are going to show into my life and help me to get this prayer clinic, when I get this prayer clinic, I don't care if it's this one room that God gives me. If God blessed me with one room or two rooms or how many other rooms he wants me to have, God, I'm not limiting myself, but I'm just saying. God provides for me the place that I can have a clinic. That means that I am going to have a deliverance room. I'm going to have a room where you're going to go in there with two people, two or three people, and they are going to pray you into a new place. I'm going to have a meditation room. I'm going to have a, a room where, where people are sick, and people are just going to be praying over them scriptures from day up to sundown to sun up. That's my desire. We need this. We need to have a place because people are about to lose their minds. We need to begin to pray and get the people delivered like never before. A lot of that stuff needs to come up out of the That's why in deliverance services you see people coughing up. All of that, all of that stuff that's in them needs to come out. Um, it has traveled in through food. It has set up in their in their veins, in their pores. People need spiritual detox. I'm telling you, this is what people need. And then they need the word of God to be spoken over them constantly, 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 constantly. I'm gonna have a room where the word of God is just gonna be spoken over the people. And so when God blesses me, you're going to know it. 
it is not going to be a secret. I promise you, it's going to be so big, the hospitals are going to be sending the people over to it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Because I'm going to be seeking out intercessors like never before that can get a prayer through and that are willing to pray. I don't want nobody that's going to be tired saying, oh, I got to pray again. That's what you hired to do. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So, so into it, so into it, so into it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I just really feel God moving up on it quicker than I thought. Amen. Praise God. But that's just my vision. I, I don't know what God's telling you to do. Amen. Praise God. But whatever he calls you to do, the Lord will provide. Amen. Praise God. But we gotta, we got to get rid of these spirits of confusion. People that have caused you to be confused. Amen. Because they don't understand what God's telling you to do. So they want to come in. Amen. Praise God. And offer. Amen. Counseling. Amen. But it's not sound counseling. Glory be to God, Jesus, Jesus. So then you want to keep your mind confused, and um, James 1 and 6 says that, you know, like our mind sometimes when we're uh, doubting, we have like a wave of the sea tossed by the wind. Amen? Some of you know what I'm talking about. This last week, God spoke to you and told you something. Now this week, you're doubting. This week, last week, you were raised. You, you know, you were trying to get it together, trying to get it moving. But sometimes when we run into roadblocks and we run into um, hindrances, we start doubting. We start doubting. Amen? Praise God, we start doubting. Amen? You've got to reduce that. You've got to keep pushing past the doubt. Push past the doubt. Amen? Push past the doubt. Amen? Praise God. And um, we become unstable in our ways. And so the, one of the big things that I'm noticing now is that the enemy is causing doubt in relationships. And I'm not just talking about marriage relationships. Marriage relationships is number one. But, um, I mean, marriage relationships is one of the areas where the enemy is causing doubt and double-mindedness. But he's also causing um, a lot of doubt in our relationship with God. Glory to God, Jesus. Yeah. So how can you expect to have a, a, a peaceful relationship with anything, including husbands and wives, even with your children, if you don't have a stable relationship with God? If you can't trust and believe God, then you, you're going to take that same spirit into any relationship that you get into, into your business relationship with your partners, with the partner that you are partnered with in your business. You're going to take it with your children, amen, and your children, uh, take it to their children, and you and your children are going to go back and forth. And mom, you said this. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, you did. Well, let's do it like this now. You keep changing your mind. And then when you see your children doing it, you want to correct them. They need to see stability in you. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. So if you if you are showing them stability, keep showing them stability. 
and one of the most important times to show anybody stability is when you're going through. When you are going through, let me say that again. If you want somebody to really see you having a sound mind and, and being led by the Spirit and not being double-minded, they need to watch you when you're going through. Because when you're going through, that's when you're able to show forth amen, a mind uh, of Christ, a stable mind. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus. Amen. Praise God. So that's when we change, and that's when people watch us the most. They're not really trying to watch you when you really arrive in a place because, you know, they can't do nothing too much then because you've already made it there. When you are in your low place, that's when negativity can come in, depending on if you open up the door, depending on if you're trusting God. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you got to keep trusting God. Amen. Praise God. And you gotta you gotta get out of that place of being being double minded. Double minded. Well, I believe no, I don't believe. Well, I don't know. I ain't gonna do it because you know, I just I don't know. I just don't know. Sometimes we don't even have a reason why we don't do what God says. We just we, we come up with this I, I just don't know. I just don't know. It's just it's just something ain't right. Something just ain't right. Well, you know what's not right? Your heart ain't right. Because if your heart is connected to God, I don't care what anybody is saying. I don't care what they're doing. You are going to follow God. Amen. Praise God. But relationships are dealing with a lot of doubt. Now, all of a sudden, the person that you said you were so in love with and God gave to you, now you doubting. And now you, you're saying that, uh, you made a mistake. Are you, you you having doubt about the person? Glory to God. By the way, I need you all to join us today at 7 o'clock p.m. on Miracle Monday. We're going to be dealing with the marriage, dealing with the marriage, and we're going to be talking about commitment in the marriage when the other one is not committed. Amen. Praise God. I need you to join us. Um, Sister Stephanie White is going to be the host. I'm going to be co-hosting with her. Please, at 7 o'clock today, I want you to get as many married people as you can on the broadcast. We need to talk about being being committed. Amen? And killing the spirit of double-mindedness in these marriages. Amen? So we're going to carry this topic of being double-minded right on over to Miracle Monday tonight at 7 p.m. Amen. Right here on the same broadcast. So please be our special guest for today. Amen. Praise God. Make a commitment to be there today. Amen. Praise God. So let's go ahead and finish up here our lesson today. Amen. Praise God. Talking about uh, the dangers of having a double mind and um, talking a little bit about doubt. Amen. Praise God. When you enter into any relationship and you are double-minded and unstable in all your ways, um, 
you know what happens is you usually make bad decisions. Amen? And we have to stop blaming the devil because the devil can only do what we allow him to do. Uh, he, you know, it's just like, it's just like this. It's just like me giving you a plate of uh, a bowl of blood and say, drink it. No, it's no, drink it. And it's, it's, it's contaminated with all kind of, you know, uh, uh, impurities and, and things like that. And I'm saying, oh, no, 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 drink it. Cause you know what? It's going to do this and it's going to do that. But you know that, that you're not supposed to be drinking blood. But I convince you. When God's sitting there telling you no. Amen. Praise God. Well, anyway, we usually make bad decisions when we're double-minded. Usually when people are double-minded, they make promises and commitments that they don't keep. Amen. Praise God. I mean, write this down. I need you to keep a journal of what you have not been committed to. Because you need to kind of keep a pattern and you need to kind of, you need to try to find out when does it happen. It's just like this. Um, I am now eating healthier, right? So. If, say, for instance, I eat, if I eat something that I normally don't eat, like I'm just going to say, for example, if, um, if I eat a piece of fried chicken, it will possibly hurt my stomach. So, therefore... What I do is anything that hurts my stomach or bothers me and makes me feel different, um, I usually track, I keep a track or log mentally, and sometimes I write down what I ate, what I eat from day to day. And if I start feeling a certain way, I always go back and research what did I eat. Because normally my days are good because my diet now is good. But if I throw something in there, and it could be something as simple as um, peanuts or nuts. And that's how I found out that I was allergic to nuts because I started eating them because there are some nuts that are good for you. So then I started feeling a certain way. And I tracked it back to, it, I started feeling a certain way when I ate the nuts. So that's what you need to do. So that led me to know that I cannot eat certain nuts. So if you don't track uh, your lifestyle and log down the times, the day, you know, uh, the the event when you start doubting and what made you doubt. Then once you start targeting these areas and you will know how to get yourself delivered, you will know what to really pray against. And you just won't be praying, God, I'm praying against the spirit of doubt. What are you doubting? Why are you doubting? 
When did you start doubting? Because you just believed me yesterday. So now today you doubted me? What happened? Who said what? Who did what? Who did you go around? What atmosphere did you find yourself in that made you change your mind about what I told you to do? You got to log it. Keep a log. I'm telling you, it will bless your life and change your life. Amen? If you don't keep a log, then you're going to be trying to remember. Well, I'm trying to remember. I don't know who that was I was talking to. Well, I don't know if it was her. No, I didn't start to. No, keep a log. For the next seven days, keep a log. Because the next seven days are going to be very crucial in your life. This month, you cannot be confused. You need to break it. Amen. Praise God and be free from confusion and doubt and being double-minded. Amen. Praise God. The Bible says that double-minded people are often unstable in all their ways. The thing I can't get over is all their ways. All of their ways? My God. That means that that is a large portion of a person's life just just being um, in a place where you just you, you never it's it's like it's like right now I am actually I'm sitting here in my prayer room and there's a table in front of the chair and I'm not exactly sitting at the table I'm sitting a little bit away from the table but on the table is a million dollars let me just give you an example on the table is a million dollars. So I'm sitting here looking at this million dollars, but the enemy's telling me that I can't get up and get that money because because I'm going to fall when I get up. Whatever he tells me, I'm believing it. And so what I do is sit there and just look at the billion dollars right in front of me, but I never get up and get it. Because the enemy just told me that if I get up, I'm going to fall. I'm not going to be able to walk over there and get that money. And it's just right there. I can see it. That's what the enemy does. You see what God has for you. You even heard God tell you that he's going to give you something. And he's going to do something for you. He's going to work a miracle in your life. And he shows you, he puts it right before you. But the enemy will come and he will tell you, you can't have that. You ain't going to be able to uh, get that. Well, as a matter of fact, nobody's going to support you. You know? So whatever he can put in your mind, he knows what to put in your mind. He's not going to tell everybody the same thing. But what he's going to do is he's going to try to put something in your mind that you are going to believe that you have believed before. So you got to stop listening to um, things that are not true. That I already told you. That's what Eve did. She was already told. But then somebody will come and make it sound so good, and you'll doubt God. Don't doubt God. Amen. Praise God. So, um, They're unstable in all their ways. 
um, they make bad decisions. They don't stay committed to their promises. Glory to God. It's just like throwing money away. It's just like throwing your health away. Because you got it right there, but you're just saying, I, I, I really don't want it. I'm going to stay like I am. I'm going to believe what the enemy is saying, what my flesh is saying, what the world is saying. I can't be. And I'm never going to trust God. My God. Um, another thing is when a person is, is double-minded, they deal with a lot of fear and deception. Glory to God. Jesus. So you see that there are a lot of spirits connected to um, being in a place where you have a double-minded, you have doubt, you have confusion, you have fear, you have deception. So these are the things that you need to absolutely call out of yourself. I just dealt with being double-minded and having doubt when it came to flying. And I tell you, once I stepped foot on that plane, I saw how the enemy had been lying to me for years, how my flesh had me so afraid. And I thought about all of the things that I had been kept from that God wanted me to have. And because I that I could do it, I actually missed out on some things. People don't want to say that. They all, they want to keep saying that what God has for me, it is for me. But how long do you think God's going to hold something for you? Do you really think that God is holding stuff, waiting on you to get there, to make up your mind whether or not you're going to trust him? I believe. Now, now. You know, I, I can I can do scripture too. I can I can look up scripture, but I'm I'm saying this is what I'm getting in the spirit. Amen. Praise God. God deals in seasons. And so there I I believe that okay, this is how I'm gonna put it. I believe that based on what I've read in the word of God, that God says there's a time and a season for everything. Amen. I believe that God has a season that he wants to bless you in, which is right now. Now, what happens is if you keep doubting God, the season for you to be blessed is going to move on. You're going to go to a different season, a season where what God wanted you to do right now is not going to work in the next season. So, I'm not saying that you're going to miss out on what God has for you, but you're going to have to wait until the season comes back again for what God wants you to do to work in the season that it needs to manifest in. So if you try to do what God wants you to do in the next season, if you don't do it in this season, you say, well, I'm going to do it uh, when I get ready, which will be the next season. It's not going to work because what God, what God has for you is right now. 
And what you need what you need to do, you need to operate in what God has for you to operate in right now. It will not be effective in the next season. Because in the next season God's gonna be doing something else. And then you're gonna to have to be have faith for that and not doubt in that season. So you can't continue to just pile up all of these things that it's like, you know, you got all this stuff in the layaway and you you slowly paying on it but you never get it out. Because you keep doubting. And so you keep and and, and you keep on paying on paying on it because every time you believe you're making a payment. But it's not enough to get the promise out of the layaway. Because the only way you can get the promise out of the level is that you fully pay for it. And that you and, and I mean by fully paying for it, you fully you do completely what God's telling you to do. And then you get the promise. My God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. This lesson is so powerful. But listen, just like I said, we are going to come back at seven o'clock PM. Uh, this evening, please, I want you to get as many married couples that you can, and the singles too, because we want them to also hear about what marriage is all about. So everybody's welcome. Please, everybody come this evening at 7 o'clock p.m., and we're going to be talking about being committed in the marriage not doubting. Amen. Because you, you know that in the marriage, everybody, even the husband and the wife are not, you know, are, don't have the same faith. So one may be stronger, one may be weaker. So you have to learn how to be committed when the other one is not where you are. My God. So anyway, I'm not going to talk about marriage right now, but what I want to do is pray. Let's go ahead and pray and We'll give you announcements, and um, we pray that you will come back and join us uh, tonight at 7 o'clock p.m. on Miracle Monday. Father, we honor and thank you for this word today. We thank you that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light into our pathway. Father, help us to take on the mind of Christ. Help us to have that mind that stays on you. Father, I pray for those that are double-minded. Father God, I pray that your will will begin to work in their lives. Father, I know that they do not desire to be double-minded, God, but they are struggling within themselves, oh God, to believe and trust you. And so right now, God, we just ask, Lord God, that you will empower them in your with your spirit, that they will be stronger and wiser, Father God, that they will overcome this fear and the doubt, Father God, and even the deception of the enemy, that they will begin to trust you and obey you. And we truly thank you for it. We thank you in advance, God, for every person that is going to begin to walk out on your word, God, and move into the land, into the territory that you have for them. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we do pray. Amen, amen, and praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many enjoyed the word today? 
If you enjoyed the word today, why don't you just go ahead and text the broadcast and let us know how much you enjoyed the word. Amen. Please leave any comments or testimonies uh, that you um, would like to concerning the word today or any word that you've heard on our broadcast. Amen. We love to read your text messages and your emails. If you have something very lengthy that you want to send to me, uh, please just send it by email, messageofchrist at yahoo.com. Uh, or you can text us or you can call us and leave a voicemail. Amen. Praise God. Whichever way you choose, we would just love to hear from you today if you enjoyed the word of God on today. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Um, so our announcements are as follows. Um, we are here on the broadcast Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. We're also here every Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. And this is the third Monday. So every third Monday, until the Lord says so, we're going to be dealing with marriages. So if any of you would like to uh, be uh, come and give us testimonies or have something you want to share in marriage, please, please come on, get on the line because we're going to open up the line. Amen. Praise God. And we're going to, we're going to let you uh, talk to us concerning your marriage. Amen. Praise God. Uh, the only thing we ask is that you stick to the topic. Amen. Praise God. If we're talking about commitment, then that's what we want you to talk about. Amen. Praise God. So come on back at 7 o'clock p.m. Amen. Praise God. And we will also uh, be offering prayer and uh, comments and questions and all that you want to bring to us concerning commitment. Amen. On this afternoon. Amen. Praise God. This evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Sister Stephanie White will be the host. I will be the co-host. I'm just there to back her up. Amen. And to, you know, um, be there in agreement with her um, on the broadcast tonight. So I will be there, she will be there, and you will be there. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Now, listen, um, if you're in the city of Chicago, if you're in the surrounding areas, please join us. Please join us this Saturday, March the 24th at 3 o'clock p.m. to 7 o'clock p.m. We will be at the New Jehovah Missionary Baptist Church. We will be using, utilizing their church. We're just having our services there. Amen. Praise God. So we thank God for uh, Pastor Rogers and First Lady Rogers that are opening their doors and allowing us to come in there and have service. 1101 South Austin at 3 o'clock p.m. this Saturday, March 24th. We will be celebrating events in Betty Howard's one year, one year, one year, one year in ministry. So come on out and celebrate with us. Come on out. Amen. We're going to have an awesome time. Uh, just come on out and uh, be a part of what God's going to do um, in the service. All we know is that God is in control. Amen. Praise God. And we're going to show up and let God show out. Amen. Praise God. So come on out. Join us. Amen. Praise God. Any other questions? We can be reached at 773-609-2071. Amen. If you desire to call our prayer line, give us a call at 773-609-2071. Amen. Praise God. And uh, we're still um, making the announcement about the first fruit. If you have not uh, sown your first fruit, you 
still have time to do that um, until the end of March. Amen. Praise God. The first fruit uh, will cut off at the end of March. And those of you that are covenant partners, thank you so much for being a covenant partner. It certainly helps us to travel and to do the work that God has called for us to do. Amen. Praise God. So please continue to sow, continue to sow. We appreciate it. Amen. Praise God. And it is truly a blessing. Covenant partners sow into the ministry once a month. Amen. Praise God. Whatever God puts on your heart, we certainly appreciate any size, sizable donation, financial donation that you send to our ministry. And God bless you. Amen. Go to our website, sylviastaplesministries.com, messageofchrist.net, and order your prayer items. Amen. Help me to spread the word. Prayer items. Amen. We're asking you to do that. One more announcement. Amen. And you'll, you will hear more about this one in April, but I'm just going to throw it out there right now so that you can start uh, praying about it, thinking about it. If you desire to come, and I'm not going to say it's just for Chicago. If you desire to come, um, I am going to have a birthday celebration on um, April 28th. My birthday is April 30th. But I am going to get a hotel suite, and as many people as I can get in there, you are welcome. Amen. The only thing I ask you to do is register because I do want to know who's coming. If your name is not on the list, uh, you might not be able to get in because we're going to go by lists. We're going to go by those that have registered. So um, please register. You can register by texting and saying, um, I'm coming. I have not selected the hotel yet, but it will be here in Chicago or in one of the surrounding suburbs. But I am focusing more on um, the Cicero Midway area, just so you have a general idea. Some of you take public transportation. I'm trying to make it accessible for everybody. So it, it possibly might be in that area of the Midway Airport, a man praise God area. So um, we're gonna we're gonna spend the whole night there. We're gonna we're gonna call it a pro- prophetic pajama party for those that dream big. So we're gonna be doing a lot of uh, exciting things the whole day. So if you think that this would be something that you would desire to do, maybe if you can just make it in the morning, we're going to be doing things in the morning, and then we're going to be doing things in the evening. So uh, if you can't do the whole day, maybe you can do the morning, maybe you can just do the whole night. Whichever one you choose to do, please, uh, you're welcome. And I'll give you more details as I put it together, but I at least want you to go ahead and start signing up. Because if I need to get a bigger room, I need to know that. So I need to get a head count so that I'll know how many people are coming. And um, I am making these very special prophetic pillows for everybody that's coming. They are very small pillows, but they will be an impartation for you to take back home with you and to lay on your bed or wherever you choose to um, put it. It would be um, something for you to have and uh, as a point of uh, impartation of the anointing uh, for those that are dreaming big. Amen. Listen, God bless you. God bless you. Um, 
I have had such an awesome time. I'm going to go back and listen to this tape myself. Amen. Praise God. Uh, those of you that would like to listen to our tape, you can go to our website, sylviastaplesministries.com, and you can hit that talk shoe button, and you will be able to listen to the playbacks. Amen. Praise God. But this is one that I am going to go back and listen to because I've been truly blessed by this. Amen. God bless you. I love you all so much. I look for your text messages. Text me to let me know if you enjoyed the service, if there's anything in particular that you want to say about the word. Amen. Please make sure you include that. Amen. If you want to be a part of the pajama party, bring your pajamas and your uh, sleeping bag and your pillow. Amen. Praise God, because we're going to be laying out, camping out, and we're going to have a Holy Ghost good time. We're going to be doing smoothies and all types of things. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to have an exciting, exciting day. Amen. And that's going to be on April the 28th. It's a Saturday. It should be the last Saturday in April. I'm just preparing you right now so you can start preparing to get to this event. It's going to be epic. Amen. Praise God. Listen, God bless you all. God bless you all. Love you. Everybody have a blessed and wonderful day. And I look to hear your voices this evening at 7 o'clock p.m. God bless you and goodbye.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 